Hello, Namaste. I welcome you all to the 102nd session of Guru Bodha. I, uh, on behalf of us, all of us students, I cordially welcome Dr. Guru Raja sir to this session. Good evening and Namaste sir. I also cordially welcome Dr. Raghuram sir to this session. Good evening and Namaste sir. This session is brought to you by easyayurveda.com. I dedicate this and all of my works at the holy feet of Dr. H. Chandrasekhar Udupa. Dr. Guraja sir runs Dhawala Pentacare Ayurveda Treatment Center in Shumoga and he can be contacted for case discussion or, or treatment at easyayurveda.com slash gururaja. Dr. Raghuram sir is Chief Content Officer uh, at easyayurveda.com. He can be contacted at easyayurveda.com slash raghuram. So the first question is to Raghuram sir that it is increasingly becoming a fad these days that cannot be told as fad. A commonly observed phenomena that has become increasingly uh, health conscious. We, we see a lot of celebrities and general public taking a lot of supplements and uh, so demand for even Ayurvedic uh, therapies has also gone up. So in that, uh, you know, generally the general public might have heard massage therapies, uh, massage and steam or massage therapy alone, or they also may have heard panchakarma therapy. And we get a lot of queries in uh, through our website saying that I want to undergo panchakarma therapy and all. So before we actually get into this question, uh, Raghuram sir, can you please break it down uh, for us the you know panchakarma therapy for healthy person versus for a patient how would you look at it and what are the considerations to be made absolutely uh, important question uh, Heber, sir see first of all we need to understand uh, what is panchakarma panchakarma is uh, a set of five therapies or interventions so we can call them as special tools uh, which ayurveda has which basically includes the shodhana prakriyas so that is uh, methodologies to cleanse deep cleanse the system or purify the system of its uh, impurities morbidities toxicities whatever you can call it as uh, panchakarma therapy also some people have named it as detoxification therapy named according to the convenience so is panchakarma therapy but the word panchakarma is definitely popular pancha is uh, uh, five Karma is the procedures. Karma is actually an activity. So here, a therapeutical therapeutic activity uh, is called as uh, karma. So five types of uh, 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 these uh, therapies are included in panchakarma. Now, as you said, uh, it may be a fad or misnotion or whatever it is there. A common man knows uh, panchakarma uh, in a different way. So they they don't uh, know systematically as we Ayurveda people know. And some people are uh, like too much into Ayurveda. So non-Ayurveda uh, non people also go deep into Ayurveda, try to explore before uh, telling something, asking something. So here what happens is even a just uh, herbal massage, herbal oil massage is said to be panchakarma. So I've heard many people tell that I'm going uh, to a panchakarma clinic. I'm taking panchakarma treatment. Only when somebody asks what exactly you are undergoing, they may tell that uh, they're giving a body massage as uh, Hebbers rightly pointed out right at the beginning, and uh, some steaming process. They call that as Panchakarma. Okay, some other person goes and takes uh, Nasya, so the nasal therapy, or the air hands or nasal drops, we call it as. And even that person will tell that I am undergoing Panchakarma therapy. So this Panchakarma therapy, this word has been grossly used rather than being used choosily or selectively uh, to define all the five uh, treatments. As uh, Dr. Hebbar has already typed on those things, we have so many therapies, Vamana, Vidhichana, Astapana, Anuvasana, uh, Nasya, or Shirovirachana. So uh, all these therapies uh, fall, fall into the Panchakarma therapy, uh, therapies. So a common man, uh, as uh, Dr. Hebbar sir said, it is getting popular. This word itself is very popular and popularly misused as well because people don't have an idea, basic idea of what, what exactly is panchakarma. So even uh, a pancha is a word which is not only used in Sanskrit, but it is also used in local languages like Kannada, Telugu, everywhere Hindi, panch comes from pancha only. So if people try to deeply explore even before telling something so they can know that 
these are the five set of therapies and why a doctor is not conducting all therapies on me so it is not the doctor's fault the doctor has never said i'll do panchakarma to you if people have read the panchakarma center the board or the, they think that uh, each one is a panchakarma like abhyanga is a panchakarma swedana is a panchakarma vamana is a panchakarma so like this even the purva karmas like uh, purva karmas is the pre procedures like uh, the abhyanga and swedana are also taken into consideration uh, by a common man so while describing so this these are uh, needed uh, as purva karmas but they are not actually included in their purva karmas are not actually included in pradana karma so going to panchakarma so we have three procedures like snehana swedana deepana pachana so many things are done as a part of the preparation of the patient that is not what we are discussing today and then we come to the uh, procedure just like we have in the surgery uh, pre procedures a surgical procedure and post op procedures here also in panchakarma we have a pre procedure and then we have a uh, actual procedure to be done that like vamana virechana vasti etc and then we have the post procedures like some sarjana etc so we have uh, certain uh, things which we need to do after uh, the panchakarma therapies so this is this is a brief introduction about uh, panchakarma word how it is uh, misunderstood misinterpreted uh, by a common man not because of his or her fault so because of uh, either lack of understanding or lack of time of understanding or not being able to explore through that or the doctor not being uh, able to interact with the doctor and try to know about these things so when it means health so people are not uh, at all worried about what exactly the word means so that is also there so coming to uh, the next question the important question panchakarma for healthy people panchakarma for uh, uh, the deceased people so we have uh, like uh, two main goals of ayurveda swasthasya swasthyarakshanam and arthrasya vikara prashamanam or roga prashamanam so there are two fold aims or goals of ayurveda is to balance the health in an already healthy individual and goal number 2 is eradicate or remove the disease from an ailing person so we have two types of person a healthy person and uh, a uh, deceased person okay uh, this is a panchakarma or a kaichikitsa examiner's favorite question in vivoc so they may ask a student uh, does a healthy person need panchakarma therapies or ayurveda treatments or medicines the student will be tempted to tell no so because healthy person why so this goes with the basics what we learn in ayurveda if you are not into the basics of ayurveda so the student will be tempted to tell no immediately after the question is thrown at him or her so here it is we don't call them as treatments so like uh, apathya so that is a normal food or a wholesome and uh, good food what we consume can also act like aushadha so it can act like a medicine or a medicament it doesn't mean that the particular person is taking the medicine but here the food is acting the lifestyle activity the lifestyle activity modulations according to the ages exercising keeping away from bad habits getting up early in the morning okay and doing the dinacharyas the di uh, diurnal activities adapting to the seasons not withholding the natural urges all these things are also contributing to the health when practiced daily achara rasayana is a very important one but we don't call them as uh, treatments or therapies because they are practices which act like treatments which act like medicines which act like therapies natural therapies a good sleep good awakening so if a person can have so it will contribute to uh, very much to the healthy individual so here the question is uh, uh, what is the difference between uh, the panchakarma for healthy people and panchakarma uh, for uh, uh, deceased people so the deceased people first i will touch so here is the rogi here we need to build up a protocol so it is a protocol based and diagnosis based a person for uh, can come to the clinic or the hospital with uh, a diagnosed condition of jwara so dirga jwara or purana jwara so the person is having a long standing fever which is relapsing so an arthritis which is not being addressed a backache which is not being addressed a headache which is not being addressed in spite of doing uh, many interventions or taking many medicines so people have knocked the door at various levels and uh, finally or uh, somehow they have reached the ayurveda doors so here uh, an ayurveda doctor thinks or the ayurveda basics tell so first uh, job is to examine at what status the doshas are aggravated in the system and what is the status of the dhatus the tissues how much damage has been done 
what is the dosha dosha samurjana what is the amalgamation vicious amalgamation of dosha and dosha what type of pathogenesis has occurred there how much and in what quantum of our doshas aggravated and have interference with each other's activity which organs are disturbed which tissues are disturbed okay so all these things and many things we need to do that goes through the pariksha which will be a topic of uh, discussion some other day so we have many many types of pariksha pariksha is examination of the patient a three fold examination a five fold examination a ten fold examination all those things whatever the doctor is comfortable at op or ip the uh, physician should conduct a thorough examination of the patient and decide so here whatever panchakarma measure it may be vamana virechana vasti nasya whatever it is there we have eligibility and non eligibility criteria ayurveda has clearly given arha and anarha category they have categorized so many diseases and conditions where a therapy can be given and so many uh, categories or diseases in which it should not be given that the doctor should be knowing so where to give and where not to give how to give and how not to give do's and don'ts the physician should be knowing so this itself is the exclusion and inclusion criteria very important for us this is ayurveda screening methodology to screen out the patients who fit into taking panchakarma who doesn't fit into taking panchakarma therapies individually i'm mentioning when i'm telling panchakarma each karma of the panchakarma has these rules and regulations to be followed and each therapy of panchakarma has a pre procedure main procedure and post procedure follow up everything the dietetic protocol everything to be taken like after vamana after mss therapy dhumapana is advised which is not advised for virechana or basti so here dhumapana medicated smoking is to remove the residual kapha the kapha has been removed after administering vamana but here the residual kapha if at all is remaining now a physician should know how to analyze the residual kapha how it is whether kapha is remaining totally it has gone out what are the samyak vanta lakshanas what are the so ayurveda has elaborated everything every minute detail what are the symptoms of a properly administered emesis what are the symptoms of a improperly administered emesis improper is again inadequate emesis excessive emesis what are the complications which can come when inadequate or excessive uh, administration of uh, emesis is given i'm taking one example of an emesis therapy too much vomiting due to emesis therapy can be very dangerous thing so these things need to be monitored what are the complications if less emesis is given then what should be given if less kapha is eliminated from the system if less kapha is eliminated some kapha will remain in the body that will cause trouble if more kapha is removed from the body we know what is the kapha's role to provide stability and strength to the system so the normal kapha should be left over in the system if we even try to remove that due to excessive emesis that is again potential danger so everywhere there is a balance how much the treatment should be given so these things should be charted out by the physician after the thorough examination of the patient and build up a protocol of the panchakarma therapies friends here panchakarma doesn't mean that all every person should take all five therapies no it is selective ayurveda uh, therapies these panchakarma therapies are selective and it depends on <coughs> sorry uh, which condition which disease what is the status of the patient what is the strength of the patient and so many things to be considered and then that particular therapy should be chosen okay in spite of a person being eligible for a virechana therapy if uh, at that particular moment of giving virechana medicine if something else some other uh, abnormal signs are seen in the patient the treatment has to be stopped so many things need to be taken as a part of precaution so when coming to panchakarma they are also uh, used as apunarbhava chikitsa that means once the panchakarma is given and the doshas have been eradicated or expelled from the body so the time gap of the relapses will reduce the cure will be better the body will become free of toxins and morbidities and morbid doshas and there is a recovery from the disease so many benefits are there of panchakarma okay but they need to be done very cautiously and uh, systematically so that is one for uh, the deceased person now a health, healthy person can take panchakarma or not not everybody not everybody uh, can go and claim or ask whether uh, i need panchakarma no the doctor is the decisive person again the doctor will decide for example if vamana needs to be given for a healthy person they can undergo during its aggravation season so like vasanta rutu the spring season is said to be the uh, season of aggravation of kapha in such a person 
if there is a, if in spite of being healthy the person the person has some imbalances of kapha during the vasan tantu or not even so he or she tends to build up the kapha during that particular season a healthy vasanta rutu vamana can be given to the healthy persons also taken into consider again how much uh, therapy should be given how much it should not be given whether it differs from the normal vamana which we are giving to a deceased person yes absolutely that demarcation the physician is going to do again the same parameters work here thorough examination of the patient the uh, physician should declare that the patient is healthy and i am conducting this vamana or this virechana according to the season because uh, uh, so this is a season for giving so a proper so there are many people who take vasanta vamana so the nss therapy uh, during the aggravation period of uh, the kapha so that is the vasanta rutu or the spring season just to feel healthy just to relax just to feel happy just to experience the ayurveda therapies many people are taking this and many hospitals are also advocating these therapies okay so is it right or not we will not speak about that but just like for small variations we even the healthy person healthy person is not 100 100% healthy so there is no, nothing called as 100% healthy condition so these people so swasthasya swasthya rakshana these pe people fall under the category of the balance the people want to have balance now what i am i am at uh, 40 say say suppose i want to be better at 45 better at 40 uh, 50 so while traveling that particular path so now i will try to explore ayurveda i want to keep myself healthy the vata pitta kapha status needs to be under balance come to the doctor the patient comes to the doctor uh, the healthy person comes to the doctor doctor examine what is what is the quantum of uh, vata pitta and kapha what prakriti is mine what vikruti is mine and if I am a healthy person, should I undergo a vamana virechana vasti? Okay, so the doctor will decide and accordingly it will be given. So it will help in delaying certain disease process or if you have a family susceptibility of problem or any health issues, those people can take panchakarma well in advance so that they don't uh, get those diseases. If the disease needs to come, it will definitely come. We cannot uh, prevent that. So again, there is a, another factor which we don't want to discuss at this particular point of time. So that is a fate so which has been uh, so we, we cannot control certain things but we can postpone certain things we can prevent certain things as a preventive measure and also to experience either therapy and as a seasonal therapies these things can be given friends if you go through the matra basti reference and also the pratimarsha nasya reference they can be taken regularly pratimarsha nasya is advised to be taken regularly though nasya comes under the category of panchakarma so here pratimarsha nasya can be taken regularly on a daily basis again why to take that is a question. Okay, but certain liberties have been given to certain therapies. So we need to know the limitations of panchakarma uh, therapies, which needs to be given to a healthy person, which needs to be given to a uh, deceased person, and decide accordingly. To sum up, all panchakarmas need not be taken by a selected individual. So that is a choice of a physician and a choice of condition, what the condition demands. And the healthy people, can take panchakarma under certain conditions they can and the deceased people should take panchakarma whenever as and when there is a demand ayurveda gives a golden principle if you give oral medications whatever medication in spite of the presence of the morbid doshas inside the system they keep on attacking your tissues and they will keep you diseased and also your immunity will come down so what is mandatory is first to cleanse the body a beautiful example is given when you try to paint on a canvas which is very very dirty the painting doesn't look good at the same time when you wash the canvas and do a painting on that canvas it looks beautiful so this is the simile given for chodana prakriyas which are used in panchakarma so if you cleanse the body and give oral medications rasayana therapies and all those things they will be very 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 impactful without shodhana if only the medicines are given or the rasayana therapists are conducted they may not give the desired result to what is expected of them having said that having said that finally i would like to tell many conditions and many people don't fit into the panchakarma at all and in the modern day they don't have time to take the therapy so they will ask for plan b doctor i cannot undergo panchakarma therapy what is the plan b can we uh, treat these uh, conditions with the medicines itself again the rogabala and the rogibala the strength of the patient and the strength of the disease is very very important we have seen our guru sir treat so many cases and he's presenting so many cases in our group 
uh, wherein with just oral medications and external therapies that is during so many skin conditions and other complicated conditions okay even a nitivirechana administered with a simple uh, medicine we have seen guruja sir uh, presenting so many udara cases being cured okay so this again depends how a doctor looks at a particular condition what is the strength of the patient strength of uh, the disease depending on all these things we will decide what therapy needs to be given whether the person when the person totally opts himself or herself out of the panchakarma i cannot take this boss then we need to come to the best possible interventions where panchakarma therapies are so this is the third category of the person where the person fits but the person cannot in such conditions also we can uh, go ahead with alternative plan b a physician should have the plan b so here i end up uh, my description of uh, the question asked by habasar uh, habasar voting uh, thank you sir uh, guruja sir panchakarma for healthy person uh, what are the practical considerations uh, is it really re recommended or is it only good to have your views please panchakarma definitely has decisive role on many occasions acharyas also very clear in their presentation panchakarma as dr already dr gram has very elaborately explained the whole uh, gambit of entire panchakarma therapy and modalities and uh, pros and cons and all those things very clearly we can classify into two types of things panchakarma for a disease person and panchakarma for a healthy person typically the panchakarma for a healthy person is good very clearly if he fits the yogyata that is called for every panchakarma therapy there is an yogyata and ayogyata explained by acharya if a person is fitting that in that category then definitely he can be but there is a season for that varsha ritu will go for basti and vamana is in vasanta and in, uh, now the sharad ritu is going on now it's a season for virechana so like that there are things are there and acharyas have very clearly suggested this every healthy individual at least has to undergo these procedures in a peculiar time of a year when there is a naturally there will be increase of those particular doshas and there will be prakopa avastha of those particular doshas in particular seasons accordingly based on the suitability one has to undergo this what is the benefit of going this like if you are going for an a healthy cleansing or detoxification or panchakarma therapies in a different time of a season definitely it is going to help to improve the functioning of the body so it will improve the agni so you just imagine entire body is a complex of many mechanisms many many instruments are there something like that in organs everywhere there are the other functions are going on and whenever there is a function is going on energy is consumed energy is liberated and when things are required these are those things are also been produced there and at the time same time at the body also produces mala the toxins the by products or the waste products that needs to be eliminated many time it what so happens is if my machinery is continuously functioning there is all possibility as to the accumulation of these toxins that's what acharya is telling about these are the accumulation of these toxins due to various reasons based on the age based on the season based on the time of the day year and even the type of uh, food what we are doing based on all these factors then the, there will be change in the quantity and quality of the doshas inside the body so if you go for a seasonal cleansing for a healthy person definitely it will improve the pathways it will improve the functioning of the body it will make a more clarity even indriya kshamata will improve as well as it also helps in longevity and probably this is the one area which is need to be explored properly for any person in their family if there is a familial cancers or anything like that that person's family people for the next generation in order to avoid the possible cancers probably every year the seasonal cleansing when they are in a healthy state that needs to be performed if they are regularly doing it probably they may just postpone these things or immediately avoid getting the disease there is a important area where which needs to be studied or even explored and research has to be um, you know in order to be go for the new area of research that can be taken care of second thing for a disease person definitely any disease person which who comes in you cannot straight away go for a panchakarma that is not requirement so whenever a patient comes to us we need to check it out whether there is a bahudoshya avastha 
if it is a bahudoshya avastha then accordingly if it is suitable then we can go for panchakarma if it is not bahudoshya avastha our patient is not willing to go for the shodhana therapy because of his own or her own um, constraints maybe financial constraints maybe time constraint maybe other things then maybe he is not exposed to these panchakarmas earlier he will not be knowing it how it will be and what will be the effect i don't know so maybe many many reasons they may avoid it and they they are been exposed to such a way that they, their patient will usually come to a doctor and doctor will see and prescribe some medicines and that is a total protocol of a practice of a um, doctor patient relationship so when they adopt these things definitely they try to avoid the panchakarma otherwise in a disease condition definitely we need to go for a selecting a selection of the patient which suits the the panchakarma procedure as well as it also the ability of the person to take this panchakarma but if panchakarma is required and the patient is not willing then what is the other option definitely we go for shamana chikitsa that's what we are reaching their goal or result will be delayed that's the only thing what happens is if it is done panchakarma and we go for the regular shamana chikitsa we may reach the target by one month or two months then without doing it we may reach it by four months or five months that may be the reason because even in shamana chikitsa also we will be doing agnivardhana chikitsa we will also trying to um, remove the toxins in a smaller doses or suppressing the doshas so all these things will be doing it so basically panchakarma is one of the important area it cleanses the body or the shrotasar the minute channels thereby makes the body to function much more efficiently after the procedures and, and that's why acharya has very clearly said healthy people also should undergo panchakarma and this is the cultural cleaning and disperses should go for the according to the diseases the involvement doses so accordingly you can go for the panchakarma therapy and definitely i recommend to go for easy thing but provided but don't force that everybody should go for the panchakarma and even the patient also should not make the compel the doctor to suggest panchakarma a panchakarma is always a selective option and of course it should you know just take when if you going for an operation that everything will be checked by anesthetist and even the surgeon everything then the physician recommends that it is a fit for the surgery then only it will be taken for surgery similarly all these criteria should be fulfilled then only we can go for the panchakarma thank you sir and uh, you had i mean you say a lot of uh, skin diseases and liver conditions which get treated and often uh, students are uh, astonished that no panchakarma was done and only the oral medicines and external application were given in most of the cases do you have a a measuring scale or a, a criteria where you would go for panchakarma or and where would you not in case of disease like how do you decide this person is let's go for panchakarma and uh, and for some other cases only the oral medicines and external applications so as soon as the patient comes up to the examination i will say that based on the the lakshanas how long these lakshanas are present and what is his um, condition is being uh, treated by any other doctors earlier whether he is taking any medication or that whether to that those medicines whether this uh, symptoms are getting reduced or not all these uh, queries i'll do it in, uh, in a regular uh, protocol of uh, history taking by the time i'll be finalizing that whether the patient is suitable for uh, panchakarma or not so that's the thing when a patient says that i have been treated by so many doctors i have taken so many medicines of course during that period he even he might have skipped the so many things or the instructions given by the doctor many times even the doctor might have taken some milder format of panchakarma which may not be suited to him or maybe a stronger one which resulted in complications all these factors are incorporated into that so with these things if a patient comes to me with all the criteria even all these things i will go for understanding his condition secondly whenever i suggest that you should go for a panchakarma and i will after the panchakarma i will go for a, a regular therapy of shamana many times the patient feel that i am in a very distressed condition i need some result come something which is very easily and uh, as an urgent pace so if i take these procedures and after that if i get after 15 days or 20 days or 30 days or one month is it necessary and i need to spend much money on these things and many times patient may not be willing to get admitted in the hospital and take the panchakarma and many times they may have a concern of the finance so many things are there after all this consideration i will explain to them 
see this for your condition shodhana is required i i would suggest you to go for this shodhana but as you are not having a sufficient financial backup or you are not having sufficient time to go for that so let me go for a shamana chikitsa then i will go for the shamana chikitsa like that usually for each and every patient i do that many times it so happens that patients are because many times one patient or other patient who comes with the acquaintance with the my earlier treated cases or some patients some doctors so they have a idea that dr gurasar will do the thing with without any shodhana and like that so if i tell also sometimes many times to go for the shodhana they will you uh, know compel me to that sir without shodhana you do something miracles then i will take the help of the nano medicines or the prasoshadas and of course a good combination of those things and a strict patya that that results in uh, the outcome as a very good outcome so the quest, the original question was i think it has been answered through this discourse was that do you use brassi while doing panchakarma cleanse panchakarma cleanse need not so uh, this was the question and the short answer is panchakarma need not be like all the five therapies in one patient uh, it is selected based on the condition dosha aggravation of the patient etc and raghuram sir please yeah sorry to interrupt you sir uh, again i think uh, this information might add up for our discussion uh, not all panchakarma therapies are given uh, with an idea of cleansing the system or throwing away the morbid dhoshas like we have uh, uh, brahmanasya or matravasti or anuvasanavasti which are given so which are not given with a uh, motive of causing cleansing or shodhana so they are more over supportive they are more over to uh, enrich certain things in the body so like a brahmanavasti can be given to nourish the nervous system the musculoskeletal system to strengthen the system and a uh, lot more things a yapanavasti when it is given though they may have mild cleansing action but the intention is not to give them or administer them with the purpose of causing the cleansing and we have also seen that uh, ayurveda has uh, explained uh, uh, so the therapies in such a beautiful way so like anvasana and astapana are altered so like uh, an oil enema or the oil or a ghee enema is altered with a decoction enema so a herbal decoction enema or a milk enema so alternatively they are given so that they uh, too much hyperactivity of these therapies also don't take place there is a balance and each therapy complements and uh, supplements each other so many things we need to see through the uh, panchakarma when we are seeing so panchakarma should not be understood as only the cleansing the therapies but when individually given they have different different roles to play of course uh, predominantly uh, cleansing activities we have like shodhananasya uh, vamana virechana astapanavasti have predominantly the cleansing uh, roles and uh, the others like as i mentioned already the brahmanavasti the matravasti the apanavasti and also the brahmanavasya all these things so we need to go according to the uh, description and what is uh, the prefix of that particular therapy that also indicates with what purpose uh these treatments are being done there are also dosha harabastis particularly focused towards vata uh, pitta kapha again uh, we are not confined that vasti is the best treatment or the chikitsa it forms the half of the treatment of all treatments available as ayurveda describes here it is not exclusive and it is the best therapy for vata no doubt about that but it is also administered for pitta and kapha conditions the ingredients of those uh, medicaments what we use in the vasti will vary so we have vataharava vastis pittaharava vastis kapara vastis tridosha balancing vastis and we have tissue supporting vastis also like the enemas which enrich the shukradhatu or which have aphrodisiac action so all these things are not given with the purpose of cleansing a mild cleansing acting with the the, the prefix whatever role shukrashodana vasti so like uh, if it is there so it is used for cleansing uh, the seminal pathways and also to enhance the performance of the sexual organs so like that it is done and uh, the last thing i would like to add is gurajasar's uh, beautiful addition there about the emphasis of the shamana aushadas in a practice if shamana aushadas themselves consist of shamana shodhana brahmana rasayana all those medicines uh, included and effectively planned they will have a very good impact very good result as the case demonstrations have been done by uh, gurajasar i can compare that effective 
Shamana therapies to Achara Rasayana. Achara Rasayana has a Rasayana, but except Shira and Druta, there is no, that is milk and ghee, there are no objective or the objects which can be given as Rasayana. So Chavanprash is also Rasayana, Brahma Rasayana is also Rasayana, Achara Rasayana, the activities what we do, the deeds in which we are involved, all those things are also considered as giving respect to the elders is also considered as uh, uh, Achara Rasayana. But these are the activities which have the Rasayana-like impact. They will have Rasayana-like impact. They are exactly doing. So this is moreover a focus towards, as we are discussing about Panchakarma, Achara Rasayana is for moreover for the healthy persons and who are very much determined to lead a healthy and happy life. They can follow and tap the benefits of the Rasayana without taking any Rasayana, just by following the principles, ethics, and uh, a modus operandi of the life which they have created for themselves in a very, very ethical, the dharmic way, if they can go. So these Rasayanas, Achara Rasayanas, whatever has been mentioned, the template is giving Rasayana-like effect. It is not mandatory that you take Shodhana and take Rasayana. The healthy person can go through the Achara Rasayana way of life and prevent many disorders and we still be healthy and happy. Uh, thank you, sir. Yeah, pre precautions with the panchakarma is very necessary. Somebody ha has written, written the same in the comments uh, section. Uh, moving on to the next question. Uh, Guraza, sir, please. Is Yachimadu, ghee and Mishri a good co combination for stomach ulcer? I would also would like to extend that uh, can this be uh, useful in case of, say, acute gastritis where the patient say after uh, usually common with uh, alcoholic patients they uh, suddenly have severe gastritis with burning sensations uh, sometimes it, it becomes so severe that they cannot breathe properly uh, i would like to extend uh, this question to that aspect also and what would you do in case of acute severe gastritis guraja sir please definitely it's a good combination estimadu ghee and misery and rock sugar okay but definitely i'll go for that estimadu because estimadu is a very clearly established drug to overcome the amashegata prana that is the gastric ulcers so very clearly it has been established moreover it's a madurasadravya with madhuravipaka it acts as a coolant as well as it also helps in and it is one of the important drug in sandhana dravya so it helps in the tissue binding. So being a estimado of such nature, uh, even described by Acharaka, definitely it is a, a very good choice for gastric ulcers. But there is one condition nowadays uh, when uh, people usually approach us, even the Mudavarta or Urdhvagata Amlapitta as well as Adhogata Amlapitta, they club together and they will just simply sell one word that is gastric. They have got gastric. So what actually the gastric means and doesn't they bifurcate or anything, we need to ask them, uh, we need to put a lot of questions to understand them. Many a times in these patients of acute gastritis, what I have observed is their apanavayu has not going in apanagati. That is one of the important issue. Apanagati, instead of that, it has become udavata. It is increased or moving in the wrong direction. So then it disturbs the samanavata. Thereby, when it disturbs the pranavata and udanavata. So that's why acute gastritis person will have a very strange uh, complaints many times chest pain, sweating, and pain in the neck, even the headache, and even burning sensation in the upper part of the throat. So, so many things that we need to first here because if udanavata is taken place and the water has been able to go down in a natural way, when it is made to move in avanagata then automatically it helps. That's why in these conditions, I go with the Sukumaragrita with Hingvastaka Churna. In the first morsel of the food, Sukumaragrita and Hingvastaka Churna Vengar, Shetavariyagrita and Hingvastaka Churna. If that type of combinations are given, definitely it is soothing downward and being it's a coolant, it also suppresses the Pitta. So in these plant, Agni has to be increased, that will be taken care of by Hingvastaka Churna. So all these combinations definitely will help us to treat these conditions of acute gastritis and these kind of conditions. If it is clearly Urdhvagata and patient is also having a sore erectation, very clear indication that patient is having sore erectation means, then you can go for the Sadhyavamana. So Sadhyavamana will definitely relieve all those things and the content of the stomach can be expelled out and patient will have a much relief 
then afterwards you can go for the estimado and such type of coolant drugs in that so definitely it is one of the best choice even sariva also uh, can be used in these conditions shudavari can be used in this condition so all these are very good uh, combinations we can go for it sir is there any condition where like shatavari is preferred versus estimado or they are interchangeable usually when uh, any supporting documents like the patient may come with uh, ogd report saying that there is a alteration um, or pyloric end there is a h pylori or something like that so in those condition the choice will be estimado but when a patient comes with a lot of uh, burning sensation as a primary complaint then shatavari is also a very good option it nullifies those burning sensations and typically when there is a vidagdata i i prefer to go with tiktarasa uh, dravyas like patola or even the sariva also to much extent that will reduce the vidagdata or burning sensation or the pitta uh, thank you sir so uh, just last question in this topic uh, yeah so somebody has asked like avi avipatikarachuna i also had the same question in which condition related to a digestive tract disorder would you go for avipati karachuna a person one who is having a pitta prakruti and having a habituated of um, alcoholic or um, smoking or even uh, consumption of uh, daily the masala rich uh, spicy foods and such type of things and one who is in a you know pitta pitta kala means somewhere up to 50 years of age or below that so in those people i can go with uh, avipattikara chivuna in a small quantity on a daily basis to just to have a very cleansing uh, bowel evacuation in the morning maybe once or twice if once or twice a bowel evacuation happens with avipattikara then that will be definitely helping uh, to clear the conditions thank you sir so can uh, there is a uh, question on like can we mix shatavari and estimado together to treat stomach ulcer and burning sensation they are not contraindicated together right sir definitely definitely they are not viruddha in any way they can be added sir how sadhya vamana is done can you please explain in brief uh, it's very simple just by making the person to drink one or two glass of milk and just to put a hand in the mouth just to stimulate the throat that's still enough to cause the sadhya vamana and of course it also avoids uh, the because we are giving milk it will also avoid the you know because when we are doing sadhya vamana there is all possibility that the content of the stomach will be throwing out to the esophagus and which contains a rich content of uh, acid so that acid may burn the tissues of esophagus in order to give a protection or something layer like that we are will trying to give the person one or two glasses of milk and that milk will provide the buffer to this tissues uh, so that they don't get burned by the acids yeah thank you sir ragram sir do you, can you please throw some light on sadhyavamana indications etc please yeah sir uh, so i am not uh, a great admirer of uh, sadhyavamana but many people uh, practice this sadhyavamana again uh, as i said uh, even in healthy person sadhyavamana can be given uh, in doshotkleshta avastha so when the doshas are exacerbated and ready to be thrown or as a part of uh, uh, like as i mentioned the seasonal therapies where uh, example vamana can be given in pravasanta uh, ruto in such conditions sadhyavamana can be given or in uh, many people uh, consider so so there is uh, like uh, a programming of this panchakarma therapies like some conditions uh, need ubayataha shodhana so that vamana and virechana both are needed some people doctors have simplified things like uh, they conduct conduct sadhyavamana and immediately go to virechana where vamana and virechana both are needed on a sunday vamana is given and from next day again snepana is started and uh, uh, the complete therapy of virechana is given or one weekend sadhya vamana is given another weekend sadhya virechana is given sadhya means immediate which has immediate action so we cannot uh, promise that uh, the entire morbidity or the dosha morbidity can be thrown out or expelled out from the system uh, with this uh, sadhya uh, vamana procedures but these these are for convenience so we can uh, have it for convenience if vamana can be given but the protocol or the number of days are not suitable but if the physician thinks that one day i'll give vamana and uh, 
next i will follow with uh, virechana or only sadhavamana is enough in this condition i will try to expel the excessive uh, like what we can call it as utklishta excited doshas uh, like example vamana there is a kapha utklesha i'll throw like in a chronic gastric condition or a gastritis i'll throw that vamana by administering uh, vamana from the next day i will start with the samana therapies why because the person doesn't have time or there is a limited time and still vamana is needed in that condition number 2 because the physician thinks that the doshas are exacerbated in a mild to moderate quantity and this condition might not need uh, the uh, krama vamana so like krama vamana snehana swedana and vamana all those procedures are not needed just whatever uh, kapha is excited i'll just throw that and start with the samana oshadas or the palliative treatment so even in such conditions uh, the sadhya vamana and the sadhya vrechana will be Uh, follow so this is uh, as a part of the general practice and uh, according to convenience more over a convenient treatment where they are needed the roga bala is good uh, sorry the rogi bala so the strength of the patient the tolerance of the patient is good the doshas are exacerbated in a mild to moderate quantity and vamana or virechana is needed but not as a uh, complete uh, procedure so seeing that the vyadhi bala the strength of the disease is less the dosha bala the strength of the doshas are less and conveniently this treatment can be placed before starting the palliative treatment because shodhana before shamana so we will be following that classical reference also and we can go with shamana shodha later so considering these things a physician can take up uh, uh, like advising the sadhya vamana or celebration thank you sir there is a question here like my husband went through panchakarma and lost a lot of weight uh, is this normal what can one do to gain back the lost weight and is the weight gain really needed if the person is eating well and sleeping well and staying active uh, so here wasn't uh, the madam i want to uh, what i want to tell here is uh, there is a substantial weight loss especially if the therapies are given with the purpose of uh, like shodhana like cleansing therapies here you mentioned panchakarma so it would give us a clarity if that was vamana or virechana or what type of therapy was given so we can we can have a better idea so there is some weight loss definitely going on uh, in the panchakarma therapies not all panchakarma therapies as i already said if they are given with the purpose of shodhana number 1 and if the therapy has been excessively administered so like uh, the quantity of the medicine or the evacuation of the doshas uh, take place in a large quantity so then also there is a chance of uh, weight loss and the number 3 if the shodhana is planned for weight loss therapy as a part of weight loss therapy if it has been planned there is weight loss but like uh, if everything doesn't fall into place and or sink there may be excessive weight loss uh, through the panchakarma so coming to the bottom line weight loss after panchakarma is okay if it doesn't hamper the general health of the individual like if there are no other complications along with the weight loss if there is severe weight loss and the person is deteriorating with in terms of health uh physical health uh, so so there is lot of disturbance uh, like joint pains and other things uh, uh, cramps developed and also sleeplessness lot more things then it is not a healthy weight loss so the generally the weight loss which occurs in panchakarma is a healthy weight loss the person will gain back the normal weight so like or come back to the normal uh, closure of the weight what the person was having once the therapy uh, has been completed and the follow up what i am telling is paschat karma the follow up uh, uh, interventions or the uh, dietetic protocol everything has been followed the weight is not at all an issue but after panchakarma if there is a severe weight loss and if the severe, uh, weight loss is uh, playing so like interfering with the general health then that is not a healthy weight loss it is not normal caution needs to be taken in this particular condition consult back the doctor and ask them what exactly needs to be done if there is some imbalances and sir in the you know after panchakarma yes the weight loss is quite normal but uh, you know the hunger hunger and uh, bala of the patient become important if they are feeling fatigued all, all through the day uh, etc if that is happening then you know, care needs to be taken it is mandatory sir Uh, samsarjana krama is mandatory after vamana or virechana so because we need to have a graduated uh, dietetic protocol from liquid diet to semi solid diet to a solid diet and then a normal diet in that particular chronology we have to go because there is uh, the agni has uh, been shock agni is in shock after these therapies so the basic metabolism is under a shock 
we need to help agni recover gradually it cannot digest the food normal food or the whatever we are taking immediately after the therapy especially vamana and virechana after these two therapies samsajana krama as hebar sir has rightly mentioned in the slide here is mandatory as a golden rule it has to be followed liquid diet semi solid diet solid diet normal diet okay so that takes time depending on how much cleansing has happened it takes time samsajana krama definitely helps in the recovery of the strength and also the uh, other small hiccups what are there in the treatment the strength the uh, digestive strength the general health everything will pick up so that is why as the therapies the pre therapies and also the post procedures these are the post procedures are very very important if these things are not done so definitely uh, we cannot assure uh, good results and having said this samsajana krama is not applicable to the vasti chikitsa and also the nasya chikitsa it's not applicable it's not that diet should not be followed there there we have there also we have dietetic indications that can be followed but they are not termed as samsajana krama and that particular chronology of the diet is not followed after vasti and after nasya uh, sir. yes sir uh, thank you there sir and uh, there are few questions like uh, somebody has asked uh, about uh, complications in uh, during panchakarma if you go to easy ayurveda search in google easy ayurveda chalaka siddhistana complications of panchakarma you will get that and uh, <clears throat> guruja sir in the in case of sadhyavamana also the on the previous day dosha utkleshana is to be done with say black ram and curd etc in case of if you are planning for sadhyavamana the day before Uh, should we be doing dosha uh, kapha dosha utkleshana with black ram curd etc you see there is a question that arises patient has approached my clinic and after examination immediately patient was taken for sadhyavamana and by giving her two one or two glasses of milk the things were done if it is to be planned accordingly then we'll go for the kramavat chikitsa of vamana here the dosha utkleshana is in such a form that by slight uh, stimulation the things of the content of the gut will be cleansed or cleared up instant relief that only for the purpose of satyavana satyavana is you you only instant relief from maybe itching maybe burning sensation or maybe pain or something like that for a momentary period so it doesn't mean that uh, if you do satyavana things will be getting everything right no it will give you a momentary relief which is very much required from the point of patient so we will be doing it so there's no question of uh, because whenever a patient comes we are we are examine them and if, uh, if it is required then and there only after convincing the patient we'll go for the sadhyavamana with a simple procedure of giving two glasses of uh, milk and just stimulating the throat the things will be cleared thank you there sir and last uh, question before we wrap up uh, raghuram sir for the vamana in spring for a healthy person what else can be used uh, one suggestion was milk milk is not like go to drink for vamana as such is just it was it, it got just mentioned in the case of say sadhya vamana discussion raghuram sir quick answer please before we wrap yeah we can use uh, uh, shira if they if uh, milk is tolerable and the medicated shira like a stimadu processed uh, shira or we can go with the yusha also so the yusha is a uh, uh, soup like preparations which can be prepared with kafara dravyas like estimulo etc and it can be given uh, akanta and it can be used as uh, the emesis therapy so that sums up uh, today today's discussion thank you all all the students for active participation and on behalf of all of our students uh, my words of gratitude to guruja sir and raghuram sir thank you